The Bible tells us that you and I have been set free from sin, and yet we still struggle with it. Today, the five things every Christian should know about sin. Hi, this is Robert Furrow. If you're new here, consider subscribing, liking, sharing, and ringing the bell so you can get all of our new videos. The comment section is open below. We would love to hear from you. The best way for us to battle against sin and be victorious over it is to understand what the Bible has to say about it. So I want us to look at five things the Bible says about sin. Number one, sin is inherently wrong. What I mean by that is that God didn't just come up with a list of rules that weren't wrong in themselves and then say, these are sins, I want you to stay away from it. Instead, sin itself, the action, has something inherently wrong in it. Thou shalt not murder because taking someone's life is wrong. Thou shalt not bear false witness because lying about what someone said or did is wrong. And that's the truth with all sin. When we give in to sin, we are giving in to something that is wrong. Number two, everybody has to deal with it. We were born with a sin nature. Romans 3.23 says, All have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. 1 John 1, 8 says, if we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth isn't in us. And I like that it says it twice there. If you say you don't have any sin, you deceive yourself and the truth is not in you, just in case you thought you did. We all struggle with sin. We aren't sinners because we've sinned, but we sin because we're a sinner. We don't have to teach our kids how to be selfish. It's something that they come to all on their own because that sin nature is in there. So every one of us has this battle. I've heard a few people say that they've overcome sin and they don't sin anymore, except according to 1 John 1, 8, they're lying and that's a sin. The third thing about sin that every Christian should know is that sin is destructive, that this inherent act causes destruction. The Bible says, if a man sows to the flesh from the flesh, he will reap corruption. And if he sows to the spirit from the spirit, he will reap life. The Bible says, if a man sows to the wind, he will reap the whirlwind. And it asks the question, can you take a fire into your lap and not be burned? And in Hebrews 12, 1 and 2, it says, lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares you especially when you have unconfessed, unrepented sin in your life that you have harbored in your life, it's bringing corruption, it's bringing destruction. It is self-destructive behavior for you not to confess and repent and turn away from that sin. Number four, sin is deceptive. And here's what makes it so dangerous. You have sin that is inherently wrong. We all deal with it and it brings corruption. It brings destruction and then it is deceptive so that we can think, no, it doesn't do that. We just don't believe it's what it is. It's like when we're fishing, we get a lure that's got some big hooks on it and we send it past a fish and we bring it by. It catches the fish's attention. The fish grabs it. I've done a lot of fishing for largemouth bass. They're very aggressive and they grab it. And I'm persuaded that they think they're winning until they see the boat. When they see the boat, there's another run in them. They panic. That's what we're like. We sin. We think we're in control. We don't think it's destroying us until it does, until we realize that it's happened. Hebrews 3.13 says, but exhort one another daily why it is called today, lest any of you be hardened through the deceitfulness of sin. There can be a hardening when we just believe that the sin is okay. 
I love the passage that contrasts this idea, and that's James 1.17. In the context of sin, the first part of that book is talking about sin. Then it says, every good and perfect gift comes down from the Father of lights. That is, you don't need that destructive, deceptive sin, but you need every good and perfect gift that comes down from God. What a good thing for us to understand. If it's destructive and if it's deceptive, then I don't want it, but I want the good gifts that God gives. The fifth and final thing that every Christian should know about sin is that it brings forth death. Listen to what James 1.5 says. Then when desire is conceived, it brings birth to sin, and when sin is full grown, it brings forth death. Not only will sin kill us spiritually if we don't confess and repent and turn and begin to live for Christ, and repentance is pivoting from sin and pivoting to God, beginning to live for him. But sin also brings death into our lives, the death of a relationship, the death of respect. There's all kinds of things that sin can do if it's left unchecked in our lives. What do we do then? Do we just hunker down and battle against sin? You've got a sin that's a stronghold in your life. How do you overcome that? Well, I think there's some discipline that needs to be done, but I don't know that anyone has defeated sin with sheer willpower. In fact, it's a brutal battle to do so. Instead, the Bible tells us two different things. One, that we need to practice righteousness. The Bible tells us in Galatians that the people who practice the deeds of the flesh will not inherit the kingdom of God. That's an important distinction for us, that we will sin, but we are not to live our lives practicing sin. But then it tells us to practice righteousness, that if we say, I want to be right with God and right with the people around me, which is what righteousness is all about. Also, that we would walk in the spirit. The Bible says, if you walk in the spirit, you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. That is that you and I come to the point where we say, I want today to walk in the spirit. I want to do what God wants me to do. I want to live for him. And we are promised we will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. I love that that's the answer to overcoming sin. That it's not shame on you, you awful, horrible people, knuckle down and just get rid of sin. We all know how powerful the draw and the temptation of sin can be but instead that we walk in the spirit. We practice righteousness. And as we begin to do that, we are given the strength to be able to overcome temptation, to find the open door that is the way of escape.